This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. I want to switch gears for a moment here to, well, we were sort of talking a bit of national security in the last segment. But I wanted to switch into a discussion of uh, the what's being called the willful blindness of this administration. I've said that myself. And, and earlier in the week, there was a hearing. I believe the title of the hearing was willful blindness about how the Obama administration, broadly speaking, the Democratic Party, are trying to really dramatically alter the discussion about the current conflict in which we find ourselves with jihadists, uh, Islamic radicals any number of ways of saying what is essentially the same thing. But things got a bit tense. You have Senator Ted Cruz from the great state of Texas, where I currently sit. Uh, Ted Cruz was at a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing yesterday, and uh, uh, Homeland Security Secretary Jay Johnson was there, and Ted Cruz wanted to know if, in fact, it's true that the Obama administration, and that's a proper usage of the term because these are senior officials of the executive branch who answer to President Obama, and these are executive branch agencies we're talking about. So it, well, people say, oh, you just want to blame Obama for everything. No, but this is his administration, and this is what's going on, and there should be accountability or, or at least a willingness to speak openly about what's happening if they don't think accountability is necessary because they've done nothing wrong. If that's their position, well, then just tell us. Let's talk about it. Uh, But you'll see that that isn't really the administration's position. Their position when it comes to scrubbing references to jihad, radical Islamic terrorism, Islam, Muslims, any of the above. Their response is a combination of uh, defensiveness and then also sort of smears and attacks. And they quickly fall into into incoherence on this. Because they fall into self-contradiction. And I'll get into all of that in just a second. But, you know, Ted Cruz was, uh, look, he's, he's got many, many skills and strong suits. He's a, a lawyer. He's somebody who's argued in front of the Supreme Court. Uh, cross-examining somebody, essentially, which is what this really was. It was a cross-examination or, or, you know, it was like having a defendant on the stand. Although Jay Johnson is not accused of any actual wrongdoing, criminal wrongdoing here. Uh, But that was the vibe, that was the feeling you got from all of this. But you had Ted Cruz asking Jay Johnson about some of the stats that have been compiled by by the Senate Judiciary Committee, um, asking about how they, uh, or asking about testimony from DHS whistleblower Philip Haney, who says that these references have been scrubbed. So Ted Cruz went through the numbers on just what used to be the case in terms of official government reporting on this issue and what seems to be happening now. Play the clip. One, was it true or false the Obama administration knew before the attack that Nadal Hassan was communicating with Anwar al-Awlaki? How are you defining the Obama administration, sir? The Federal Bureau of Investigation. The entire Federal Bureau of Investigation. I can't answer that question sitting here. Okay, the answer is yes, and it is in public record, sir. 
Okay, so that was actually not the clip that I thought we were going to play there. Um, the one I was hoping we would get to is with uh, all of the documents that have been scrubbed. If we can try to pull that uh, while I'm going further into the analysis here, that would be great. Because he goes through how many times there are references in the 9-11 Commission report, for example, to Islam, jihad, and terrorism. And it's, it's hundreds. There are hundreds of references to that that have been made. Um, there, so, so there was a time when the, when the government, the federal government would speak about these things or would write about these things, would communicate on the threat from jihadism and radical Islam in such a way that they were least open about the topic. They were open. We have it now. Okay. Let's play it. The word jihad appears in that report 126 times. The word Muslim appears in that report 145 times. The word Islam appears in that report 322 times. And yet, since that 9-11 Commission report, different policies have come into effect. And as a matter of systematic policy, those terms are no longer allowed to be used in this administration. The FBI counterterrorism lexicon uses the word jihad zero times. The National Intelligence Strategy of 2009 uses the word jihad zero times. The Strategic Implementation Plan to Prevent Violent Extremism of 2011 uses the word zero times. The National Intelligence Strategy in 2014 uses the word zero times. We also heard testimony from a former employee of the Department of Homeland Security, Phil Haney that in October 2009, more than 800 Customs and Border Patrol documents were ordered modified, scrubbed, or deleted to remove references to jihad or the Muslim Brotherhood or other similar references. There are two things going on here simultaneously, by the way. On the one hand, it's a policy going forward, or it's a policy that the administration's been under for some time now, not to use these terms. But in addition to that, in addition to the guidance that is seems to be official guidance, and we know it seems to be official guidance because President Obama, after Chattanooga, what was that? Oh, it was a shooting. You mean it was a self-radicalized jihadist uh, attacking U.S. troops on our own soil? Oh, President Obama is the commander-in-chief of the armed forces. President Obama says it's a shooting. Doesn't want, doesn't want to jump to any conclusions. San Bernardino, what do we have there? Jihadist, U.S. soil, uh, radicalized, well, in part because of his his wife's radicalization as well in, in Pakistan. But the point here is the president talks about that. Is he getting into jihad and radicalism? No, of course not. So we can assume that when top government figures refuse to use these terms, the fact that there's a, a reluctance and really a prohibition uh, to use these terms below that, uh, below them, it's a policy of sorts. And people within the government who pay close attention understand that if you want to have a future, if you want to have a career, and there are many careers, just like in DOJ, people say, oh, career civil servants. There are ideologues all over the DOJ. Do not be fooled for one second. Just because somebody's not officially appointed by a president from one party or the other doesn't mean there aren't people who are actively working to advance party interests and using the fact that they are civil servants as some kind of a shield against criticism. That's what's really happening. But back to the refusal to use these terms, that's one aspect of it. But then there's also the changing of terms already used. And this has a very 
Soviet-esque feeling to it. This feels like something that you could expect from the KGB archives, you know, where they would go in and with people over time, and the KGB had many different names over the course of its existence before it was phased out, and as we discussed yesterday, replaced with the FSB, the uh, GRU, and the SVR, um, but they had a policy and at some points so if they would go in and with an, an exacto knife, you know, they would sort of cut a razor blade. They would cut out a name from a printed document and just it's like it wasn't there or they would they would remove names from documents. Right. Because people just were disappearing sometimes. Uh, this government seems to think that that kind of activity, I'm not talking about the liquidation of political enemies. I'm talking about rewriting of history, but rewriting history is somehow OK changing the official historical record. This is a continuous impulse they have. We saw it with the 9-11 transcripts in Orlando. People say, oh, well, that was just career FBI. If that was career FBI agents making that decision, I need to have a talk with those career FBI agents. What do they think they were doing? You see, I give them more credit than that. I think that, yeah, some of them were acting under orders from the top to do this, and the orders came from somewhere, probably Loretta Lynch, but I can't prove it. But this is a, as I said, a continuous theme. They're actually altering official records. You had that State Department uh, video that showed a State Department spokesperson saying that sometimes you get a lot of the American people to get good stuff done. And then all of a sudden it was just like gone from that video. Oh, whoops. And someone called them out. And yes, in fact, they did, they did just decide to alter the official record. So that's one aspect of this, right? Or those are both aspects of this, I should say, that they want to change the way that we continue to talk about this and write about this. And they've also gone back and altered government documents because they don't want the appearance of these words. Now, you'd say to yourself, what purpose could this possibly serve? They must feel a little bit uh, embarrassed by this sort of silliness, right? There must be a sense of, well, this is a dishonest and, and bizarre thing for us to do. As many of you have already guessed, if you thought that, you would be wrong because they don't feel that way. Here's one of Jay Johnson's uh, moments of response during the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing after being asked about this revision of official government records. Play Mr. Johnson's response, please. Senator, I find this whole debate to be very interesting, but I have to tell you, when I was at the Department of Defense giving the legal sign-off on a lot of drone strikes... I didn't particularly care whether the baseball card said Islamic extremist or Bon extremist. I think this is very interesting, but it makes no difference to me in terms of who we need to go after who is determined to attack our homeland. The other point I'd like to make, sir, is that, and I have to think in practical terms in homeland security, all very interesting, makes for good political debate, but in practical terms, if we in our efforts here in the homeland start giving the Islamic State the credence that they want to be referred to as part of Islam or some form of Islam, we will get nowhere in our efforts to build bridges with Muslim communities, which we need to do in this current environment right now that includes homegrown violent extremists. They all tell me. They all tell me. Time is limited for this Hold on just a second, please. There's so much that was just said there that's worthy of our attention for a moment. This is the Department of Homeland Security's chief officer. This is the guy who runs the whole show at DHS. First of all, 
he starts off with this very snide, I think this is interesting. And he's what he's saying is, I think this is a joke and you're wasting everyone's time. Okay, we can all tell from his tone that he doesn't think it's interesting and he doesn't want to get into this academic debate, as, as he uh, puts it, or as, as he's implying, I should say. Um, so that's for starters, right? It's automatically sort of dismissive of the whole thing. And but then he goes into the truth of the matter, which is that, yeah, this is what the government is doing. They're actively trying to change the conversation, to change the discussion about how we are able to debate the uh, how we fight the war against global jihadism, how we deal with these myriad terrorist groups that all happen to think that they are at some in some way a member of the Islamic community. Uh, and then you have him saying that. Oh, by the way, we can't refer to Islam in any way when we're talking about groups like the Islamic State. He says this without irony. You know, we don't want to. We don't want to tie. We don't want to, in any way, shape, or form, imply that the Islamic State is Islamic. That's not really for you to determine. That is the name of the group. I also love it, by the way, when people say, "No, no," like John Kerry will come out and say, "Dash, Dash is that's just." The uh, the transliteration of the Arabic version. It's the it's sort of the Arabic acronym instead of using for the Arabic acronym for the Islamic State of Iraq and Sham. But they'll say Dash instead because they think that somehow that's that's just confusing Americans. That's not winning against the terrorists, but confusing Americans is a more important goal for this administration in some ways at some times when they're talking about this than clarity in the fight against jihadism. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.